0: How many people came to that meeting in Porirua okay, that we had where we started to unpack who we were going to be? And we gave that little booklet. And it's called Wilderness People. We talked about being Navy SEALs. Put your hand up, there? All right. If you weren't there? Can you get off this question. <laughs> what was the scripture on the front of that booklet you were given, which is defining? everything about who we are and who we're to become there was a passage on that scripture that is defining everything <laughs> <laughs> and then,
1: what's rhetorical questions find out
0: X something. You do. X seventeen twenty eight says In him. All right. In him we what do we do, Michelle? Sure? Live, live.
1: <laughs>
0: move.
2: move
1: What find I don't
0: know. Okay, I'll put my <laughs> version In my contact we live, move. And exists so we need to know not just have information on we need to know what that is right that needs to become the heart cry of our hearts that needs to be something that's directing us that needs to be something that's defining us that needs to be something that's building us that needs to be something that we eat and drink daily if it's not then it's probably in Greg. I live, I move, and I exist. In the culture of the world, I live, I move, I exist. In my own thinking, I live, I move, I exist. But it doesn't say that, does it? it there's no room, there's no wiggle room for me. It's in him. We. So God's expecting a group of people. To be in him. Who are the we? The and we are called. Church. The church. We're also called. The bride. The bride. We're also called. Saints. We're also called. Sons. We're also called a body. We're called disciples. We're called a nation. An army. An army. <laughs> in him. The body of Christ. God's people. Live. They move. And they. That's a high call right mm-hmm. it's an eternal call it's not of earth that's of the eternal and the eternal had to come down and say hey i'm looking for people i'm looking for my people first he started with a people called israel and then he moved to a people called gentile but the scriptures also say that before the foundations of the earth he chose and called a whole group of people and they're no longer israel they're no longer gentile they're no longer male they're no longer female They're no longer of natural bloodline, right? They're no longer Sinor, they're no longer Costello, they're no longer Logan. That's who you were. That's not who you're called to be, right? You have to leave that life behind to be a follower of life. You don't bring Sinor with you and try to mesh it into some. Right? So that stays here, stays in the ground, and this brand new being is born, mm-hmm. right? Caterpillar comes into a cocoon, dies in the cocoon, something is birthed. A brand new creature. Mm-hmm. So I say that again? Mm-hmm. Greg walks along, finds a tomb eyes in the tomb comes out of the tomb a brand new creature. If you had your cocoon moment? Did you try and go around the process? Did you go, I want to avoid the cocoon part. I want to avoid my tomb. If you have you still got to go through it. If you truly want to be and live in this dimension because it's an eternal dimension so earth had to die to become eternal right so the old Greek isn't going to cut at living in the new Christ-like Greek so I was dead for 29 years I've been living for 25 which means I'm 25 years old
1: do <laughs> <laughs> you like it the yeah. <laughs> How long have you been living, here? Eh? Yeah, I'm coming into it. Yeah, right.
0: So 25, 24, figuring out what it means to walk in this in-him life. So we want to unpack that as three and as 40 people today. As, what on earth does it mean to be in-him? And I don't mean just intellectually, I mean testify of what it is to be in that.
3: Who wants to go first? Oh, well I think that's been a beautiful intro and uh, we'll we'll say that then. <laughs> 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 I, what a what a beautiful analogy and because I hear this so often about um, you know I've died with Christ. It's no longer I live. Oh. And this and the, and just wrestling with that. Because so often we hear this dying. And I'm dying and I'm dying or oh, I'm dying to this or that, I just have to die more to that sort of thing. But this metamorphosis that is to take place, we, we don't keep cocooning. Mm. <laughs> the, you know, the, the, the butterfly doesn't keep cocooning. Once it's cocooned, it's dead, and it now becomes a, a, a completely new creation. And then this this giving testimony to this, the butterfly cannot eat the same food as a caterpillar. It's completely different. Mm -hmm. And the problem for us, and I certainly know from from past experience for myself, that one thing we come into this with is is our intellect, our mind, and so we're we're, we're given an ability to have a lot of information that is true. But the true um, exposure to the truth of what is being declared actually has to take place in the cocoon in order for that new life to come out. So it's no longer um, a written experience. It now has become my living experience. Mm. And I don't have to keep going back and find I'm dying. I might be having my mind renewed up to and awakened to a new understanding of something uh, or more knowledge of of God, but I'm not having to go back to dying. In that place, scripture says that we are continually dying daily, but in the fact that I'm dying daily because I'm already dead, I'm dying to those things that are throwing themselves at me that are trying to take me away from my knowledge of him because I'm already dead not going back to dying and so there's there's quite a difference there's quite a different way of being and even even there's one word that when we started talking about today that came to me about the Sabbath do I have a Sabbath rest? or am I in Sabbath rest? because they're quite different one can have all the knowledge all about it and not have rest. One may not be able to explain all the written technical aspects of Sabbath, but it's completely in Sabbath rest. And it's from a cocoon uh, place.
0: Anyone want to ask a question of anything I've just said or Paul has just said? the greater clarity. I think the denying things a big thing, right? right. Dying
2: so denying. not One can kill themselves or put themselves into
0: a cocoon. Correct. I don't believe one can. Okay. I don't believe any sane person in the natural will take their own life. Okay, so people that take their own lives, some, some people that can take their own lives to a place in their life where this, things are so dark, right? Mm. And they see no hope. And their only hope, they believe, is to physically take their own life. It's incredibly sad and devastating. Mm -hmm. So I don't believe any sane person actually wants to die. We've been created to live. Mm -hmm. And that's why if a gunman walks into a place, people either Mm -hmm. scatter, they're trying to attack the gun, whatever, because everyone wants to live. Mm -hmm. So the challenge is it's like, but you can't live if you want to become Christ like. Mm -hmm. Right? So there's this process called death to life. But what do you do when you can't kill yourself and you don't want to die? Right? So I didn't want to die. I didn't become a Christian because I wanted to die. Right? I actually came to the end of Greek. You've heard my story. I didn't want to be a Christian. So I didn't actually want to be a Christian, but I came to the end of Greek. And then when I came to the end of Greek, I cried out to a God who actually took me from death to life. Mm. But I didn't want to die, but I was sick and tired of the life I was living Mm. because I'd led to brokenness, right? Mm. And this is the challenge, is that a gospel without power isn't the gospel.
1: Mm.
0: So i say that again. The gospel without power is not the gospel. It's man's interpretation of the gospel. An intellectual decision is not the same as a resurrection of power that takes you from death to life not through understanding but through receiving power and birthing a life in you that you didn't have not on your ability. Peter. One man, two lives. Correct? Saul, one man, two lives. John, one man, two lives.
4: Moses, Gideon.
0: So, are you one person for two (coughs) lives? The Peter that went to the cross, was he the same Peter before the cross? So the Peter was turned upside down, now to the cross, lived that life. Was he the same guy before he was a broken man? So how did he go from being that Peter from that Peter? It had nothing to do with mental agreement, right? His belief system had him denying Jesus, even though he walked on water. His mental agreement had him casting out demons, even though he denied Christ. Well, that's an issue, isn't it? But Jesus loved him, right? And Jesus said, Peter, if you let me, because we've got to let him, he will not enforce himself, I will get you to where I have predestined you to be. He says the same for me and you, right? It's not a love issue. It's not your bad issue. It's you haven't yet realized something you need to be taken from this place to this place. Hence, make sure you're all in that upper room
1: mm-hmm.
0: and wait. See, the key in that is wait, right? Mm-hmm. And obedience. If you're not in the upper room, don't go anywhere. And the problem with many Christians is if we've taken off and we haven't actually been to the upper room, But we believe we have. But our lives don't quite reflect it. So we're trying to deny to ourselves and die to self, as opposed to just live. Why don't we just live? Like why are we trying to deny ourselves and die to self? Why does death so define so many Christians walk when life is supposed to, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't get it right life Mm -hmm. to life not death to death Mm -hmm. and I hear this a lot it's so hard and I go what's hard like it's not easy being hated by people but that's not what we're talking about and most people say it's hard it's hard what's hard is trying to be two things what's hard is trying to hold on to you and live for him that's what's hard, that's a nightmare mm. So you've got to lose you Which you don't want to do So you need him yeah. Right? So he's I it's God.
4: strange Jesus said that I repeat You must be born again mm-hmm. Otherwise you can neither see nor enter the kingdom of God mm. And there's no third place and limbo in between You're either in the kingdom of God mm. <laughs> or you're in hell and if you're not born again you are in hell in, in Marlowe's great play Dr. Faustus Mephistopheles says to Dr. Faustus why Faustus? This is hell nor are we out of it we're right in the middle of it you must be born again and you can't be born again unless you're dead and that's the challenge right? so it's like
0: He wants to baptise us in the Spirit and power. It says in Acts, Jesus came in the Spirit and power. He says, go and wait in that room for the power, to be clothed on high with power. But the power is in the Spirit. But why does it say be Holy Spirit and power? In the personhood of the Spirit is where life is. And it says, I want to clothe you with power. How many people got clothed this morning? <laughs> Thank you. How many, you clothed, how many of you clothed yourselves? Thank you. Do you know you can't clothe yourselves with the power of the Spirit?
1: Mm.
0: So you can clothe yourself naturally, but you can't clothe yourself spiritually, so stop trying and wait on the Lord to clothe you. Mm. Right? Mm. See, what it does it brings your humanity and your strength to its knees. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it starts to realize how much you have to be like a little kid that knows nada. Mm -hmm. The problem is many Christians come to God as adults, thinking and believing they've actually got some worth to them as an adult. Mm -hmm. Instead of coming with nothing, going, I'm here with absolutely nothing, I'm naked, blind and wretched and I stand before you needing to be, what well, we would say, saved. But I need to be justified, I need to be into into sanctification, and you will take care of qualification, right? So I need to be transformed, I need to have a complete reformation of my entire being, and I can't do any of it but until you've come to the recognition of that place, you're still trying to lay hold of things that you hear and that you read, and it's turmoil, right? You're going nowhere, getting frustrated, and you hear about rivers of living water, and you go, I want that, but you actually haven't, your operating system is still you trying to lay hold of something that's eternal, and you're still earthly.
1: Hmm.
0: And There's nothing more than chaotic, and that's what we continue to try to do. It's called religion, and it's a scariest thing because you have to receive something you can't do but your part is to identify where you really at and go, I I, I, I can't, I, I actually can't, and that's actually really good news.
2: Um, what, is, uh, what Greg's speaking about, I can absolutely testify to because I spent a lot of my, um, like decades of my Christian life, um, although I'd been born by the Spirit, I then was busy perfecting myself. And yet, Christ is both the author and the perfecter. And the perfecter is is the maturer, the the transformer, the one that actually builds us. And um, I was still in the operating system I, and every single one of us in this room, was born into, Mm -hmm. which is the operating system of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm -hmm. And by that tree, that system of operating, It's so entangled in us, so much part of us, that we don't even realise it's there. And we automatically believe that the way to come into anything that we hear of, to learn of it and to uh, appropriate it, is the same method that we come into everything. Like, we'd learn to be a musician, we'd learn to be an accountant, we'd learn to be anything else. And um, it, it was the fruitlessness of what I'd put all my faith and all my trust, I should say, because it wasn't faith. I believed that, that God had these things. I could hear of this life. I could hear of the living waters. I just didn't have it inside of me. It was always outside of me, and so I was straining towards something without having an inkling to know that I was going about it the whole wrong way because I was trying to come into life through the flesh and only the spirit births and and builds spirit and it wasn't until i came to a place where the futility of what my operating system was was apparent in in a particular period of time when i didn't have what i needed and it was life and death stuff that um instead of surrendering to God, as I had many times, but then, and I'll do this, was alongside it because I, p- I truly believed there must have been something I had to do. And I came to a point where it was just help. help screaming from the innermost place, I need you here. I don't need you here, I don't need to understand, I need you here. I need you to fix me inside and do what you need to do inside and that was the scream and it, it's in that I didn't have any understanding or knowledge of what it was that I was in until he showed it to me
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then it was like all these things that I thought were the important things my function and my calling of God mm-hmm all my identity was in all the things that i thought he was going to ask or he was asking me to do and i didn't even know how to be you know so that for me that this this transition has 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 you starting (laughs) has you starting from a place that I hadn't started from. I'd, I'd started from a very functional what can I do for Jesus, which then becomes very blind to anything that you hear that you might not be in.
1: Because
2: you just constantly are saying but I am, but I am, but I am. You know, all the promises are mine, and yes and amen, but they're all out there and I can't testify to the life of it. <laughs> but, but when when it happens inside you, you've, you've got love that you suddenly realise the ease and easiness of loving mm. when he's the source of it, instead of straining and then running out of love and kind of panting <laughs> for more, you know, just a different way of being.
3: <coughs> yeah, you all heard the saying, um, you, can, you can, this is a little bit interactive, so I to do this with my trainees, right? So if I'm going to ask you to do something, it's Went want some interaction. So, you, you heard the saying, um, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Well, that's us. And often we lead to the water, but you can't make him drink. But the one thing you can do for the horse, you're much prettier than horses. You can make him thirsty. You might have to go around and around and around the mountain to get him thirsty enough to go. Man, I'm going to have a drink mm-hmm. and cry out for it. And it may be something the Lord just spoke to me about. Um, just just while well, Anne and I were away, we've been overseas, and just, he, he showed me something so clearly. And he said, You know, it may be you need to get to a place where you're going to ask. And it's going to be based on the fact that you, that you know God is love, you know about that. But he wants you to know love, yeah. his love is in you. He said, ask me for the Holy Spirit to take you where you don't want to go. <laughs> because I will give you life. That's right. But it might mean you have to go somewhere. Yeah. But if you're going there with him, it is always going to be good. That's right. Now I've heard these, these things before and heard this and I was, that's yeah, that's incredible. And you want to pray it and you pray, God, do this. He goes, okay. So he takes us there. And also knows that when we ask God to do something, in us in our lives, it's generally not the way I would organize it. That's usually often softer. But he's going to take us somewhere where we don't know, we don't expect, or we don't figure out. Just reading this morning, Lord, you know, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, that he knows my days, every one of them has been written in his book before any one of them existed. How can I know the mind of God? It's too lofty for me to have to try and figure that out. But he's going to reveal who he is to you and in you, Mm. but he needs to take you somewhere for that. And to be able to at least trust in him with the knowledge that you do of him, that he is going to be doing something that is good in you. And in me. And in that place comes a, a knowledge I never had before. And I just you know even this morning when you just this, this beautiful worship hearing the word the prophetic word that's being spoken just washes over so man I was loving this I go yeah here's this this you know streams of living water I want this living water yes and I know, know about this living water so I want to have this living water and then something else that is not living water comes up and I go oh that's good I'll have that and I reach out why am I doing this So, what why do you why do you work for for food and water that perishes why are you going after that come to know me and i will give you streams of living water that's going to come out of you and you're going to go i don't want that i want more of who you are which is experienced in you but there's one way only one way
1: anybody want to ask a question Um, I keep on thinking of the the scripture in Romans, I think, um, that says uh, it's the kindness of God that leads us to repentance, and that's what I hear in what you're saying, because we tend to look at our lives and try to decide what's wrong, and then try to apologise to God for those things, thinking that we're repenting, but it's Him that reveals those things. It's Him that then leads us to repentance, which enables us to release those things, to die to that that thing, um, and then be able to move forward free from it and live free from it. Um, Yeah.
0: So so much of what we've learned gets in the way, unfortunately, right? And so much of what we've been influenced by has gotten and is getting in the way of this reality. And the worst thing you can do is try to interpret the living revealed word through a mindset that hasn't been renewed. So i say that again. Mm -hmm. The worst thing you can do is try to understand a reality that's being declared, that has been revealed to someone through an unrenewed mindset. Mm -hmm. You have to stop, right? Because you have no concept of what's being released. And when you try to understand it through a carnal mind, you're going to misunderstand it then you'll write it off because what your carnal mind is trying to do is trying to get a reference for something and it's trying to understand it through its reference something it can't understand and then you'll just go nah. because unless it fits your box it's outside of your box and this then exposes your heart right this is where the heart and the mind are interconnected so the heart's the place of understanding not the mind so the heart, right? You say, this is what makes it so hard. You have to try and take off your head. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be pretty, right? <laughs> somehow, God gave you the spirit to hear in the spirit. Right? So then we're back to, am I a man or a woman of the spirit? Do I hear in the spirit? Because I'm not talking English right now. I'm talking spirit and I'm using a language called English to describe a spiritual reality to you. And I'm believing and hoping that the spirit in you is hearing what the spirit in me is saying. Because I'm really saying, all got it? And I wasn't just being the tongues, right? It's a language that I'm speaking. A language can you hear the language of the spirit that's not tongues mm-hmm. it's the Word of God Jesus said the words I speak are Hebrew, no. Aramaic, no. Greek, no. what did he say? Life. spirit and life. life so I'm speaking words that are spirit if earth is trying to hear heaven through earth you're never going to And what you will hear is something you will actually reject, deny, defect, justify, walk away from, not believe. Because here's the place, alright? So this is the place of understanding, so the Spirit comes and dwells, and so you have an opportunity now to grasp something. Now the Spirit can renew the mind like that. So you can hear and then understand like that, but the Holy Spirit's doing it, not you. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, you may not understand, but you may hear. Okay. Give you an example, Luke 24, two guys on the road to a mass walking along. away. <laughs> and who turns up? Jesus, Jesus turns up. Huh? Oh, who are you? Where have you been? Oh, I was the dude on the cross. Right, no concept, right? So then there's a conversation. What do they do?
4: Not yet. What do they do? He's about to go that way.
2: Oh, ask him to stay.
4: They have a feed.
0: Yeah, but before that, hey, do you want to come back to our place? Is that what you do? Hey, Jesus, do you want to come and hang out with me? I <laughs> got no idea. Jesus, do you want to come and hang out with me? Okay. Yeah, I right. yeah. got zero clue. Do you want to come hang out with me? Yeah. Should we walk together, Jesus? You hear what I'm trying to the point I'm really trying yeah. to make? Yeah. 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 So they invite him. They don't even know who he is. They're thinking he's a dumb guy, that has the only guy that doesn't know what's been happening. <laughs> All right? Have well, they got a big surprise coming? So they invite him in. Right, there's something in powerful way about inviting into your innermost sanctuary, your home. Right. Come and let's eat. Now, he then starts to unravel, right? He gets the bread. Who breaks the bread? Who is the bread? What happens when he breaks the bread? They see who it is. Eyes are open. These eyes or these eyes? Um, did they open their own eyes? did they have any understanding who he was? Hear my point
4: what's your life like? there's a fundamental concept beneath all of this which if it's it's very straightforward if it's got clear the whole bible becomes clear Mm. and the concept is that there are two worlds and one of them if you say so Is higher than the other one you don't have to say so but once you do, if you do say there are two worlds and one's higher than the other then the obvious logical question is how can the two come together by the action of the lower one? of course not, it can only be the action of the higher one and so all the way through the Lord in the Old Testament and the New the Lord is leading the party all the way through because the two can only come together from up above, up front.
0: And what's that place called that David is saying? The kingdom of God. God, and who brought it with him? Christ. And what do you need to do to enter into it? Repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at So where is it? At hand. Not in heaven. I'm the man of heaven and I brought my kingdom with me. Now do you want to know my kingdom? Because it's right at hand. So let's go for a walk. (laughs) But I'm too busy, God. Thanks, Anne. Right? (laughs) Anne's too busy living for her own life. Anne's too busy defining her own life. Trying to even use scriptures to define her own life. Life rather than losing her own life and learning a brand new life with the guy that just turned up and said, This other world has just turned up, but nobody comprehended. And when he spoke, nobody understood why because everyone is of that lower round trying to understand the heavenly realm that is on the earth.
4: If my thoughts are higher than yours, right. And
0: one and one will always equal what? If you're trying to understand one and one, two, three, from his perspective. Yeah. you go, well, going, stop. You need a brand new operating system. I'm here today and I've brought it with me, but you've got to take my hand and I need to do a work. And you, and when I say repent, I'm not just saying say sorry for your sin.
1: Mm.
0: Mm. I'm saying I want to show you why you need to turn from your entire life. Not doing bad stuff, your entire life that you were born into is dead, Greg. You need a brand new way of being, son, because you're of the earth. And if you stay of the earth, where are you going, Greg? Of the earth, earth, right? In that analogy, we think it's here and here, but anyway, go with me, right? So I need a brand new reality, not just say I'm sorry for my sin, receive a saviour, and then continue to live like I've always lived. Being saved, but having no concept of a king of another kingdom who wants to build his kingdom firstly in my heart, in my mind, transform my entire being. It's called true. What do we call it uh, when we think God moves on the earth? And everyone runs revival. 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 We go, oh, that's revival. Revival is me being revived from death to life. Come, right? on, come on. And then going from life to life to life to life, not going back to death and, 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 and like. Uh, 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 uh. It's life to life to life to life, right? It's one season. It's called Christ in me, the hope of glory. It's one season called in Him I live, move, and exist. And that is just perpetually moving forward because the kingdom of God is always moving forward. It's never staying still, and it's never going back. And so I've got to look at my true beginning. And unfortunately, many followers through the the lack of revelation in the body of Christ through leadership had created a round, not a through. And we've all gone, and maybe we didn't know, oh, let's go around instead of going through. And so you've got the fruit of around, not the fruit of through. And so everything is based then still upon earth because earth is trying to be eternal through going around the very thing God gave to become eternal, right? Mm-hmm. Give me signs and wonders. Sorry, that's not going to cut it. Give me wisdom. That's not going to cut it. What have you given me? Christ, Christ, crucified. And yeah, only Christ, crucified. Correct. So pick up your oh. cross. What for? So <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we doing with this <laughs> <laughs> i'm waking around
4: the head with it what
0: are we doing with this thing anybody know just come and follow i'm not going to tell you now because i tell you now you'll drop it so hang on to it and let's go does anyone know what we're doing with this bit of wood it's really quite heavy hey isaac pick up the wood Mm. we're going somewhere but guess what we're gonna come back know the story Mm. so have you been there have you had your true crucifixion through power to take you from being dead to life. Now what we've done is we said that happened at baptism.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Well you can believe and be baptized and still what? Live for self. For self.
4: Mm-hmm. Who did that?
0: Simon. Simon the sorcerer is a classic example of someone that did that. Mm-hmm. And then Peter, who was the man that was doing the same thing. This is funny, right? Turns to him and then rebukes him, just like the Lord rebuked him. Because the Peter that's rebuking Simon is not the same Peter that the Lord rebuked. Because the Peter that's rebuking Simon had his moment. And we have to have our moment. But there's nothing in you that wants to have your moment. So, what Paul said, God's going to take us all somewhere where we, I, do not want to go. But you've got to go if you want to know what it is to be beyond the cross. Can you hear what I'm trying to say? This is not a love issue. This is not a heaven and hell issue. This is a life issue. This is an eternal life issue, right? I see many Christians standing at the foot of the cross going, Thank you for the cross yes thank you for the cross thank you for the cross thank you for they're standing looking at the cross you've got to get on the cross with the christ crucified by love
4: to be controlled by love whoever would follow me must take up their cross daily follow me otherwise they're not and he says don't consider for one moment following me unless you are willing to give me Everything, and so this is our
0: test and it's not a love issue and it's not like this is Paul was talking before it's like did Jesus love the disciples when he first comes to them yes. Yes. yes and for three and a half years he's walking with them yes he's never leaving them he's never forsaken they're the ones that are doing that to him but he's not doing that to them but he's taking them by the hand And leading them somewhere. They don't know where he's leading them, right? They think he's is it now that we're gonna kick the Romans' butt? (laughs) No. Is it now that we're gonna kick so and they're getting to do some things, right?
1: This
0: is this this is us. Right? So they get to walk on water. Wow, let's let's start the walk on water ministry. right Mm -hmm. Right? they get to cast out a demon let's start the cast out demon ministry they get to preach the kingdom let's start and they start these ministries can you hear what i'm trying to say to you we've done this and all that's still happening but there's something that hasn't happened and is still walking them towards the thing that needs to happen that none of them even know is coming and he's with them guiding them going keep following keep following keep following many went time to depart or <laughs> too hard because we're trying to understand what he's talking about when he talks about eating flesh and blood and if he was the real messiah he'd know the law so he obviously doesn't so let's reject the one who fulfilled the law in our own understanding and many disciples walked away that day mm-hmm. followed him no more so you can be a follower who's not following you've actually walked away thinking you're following but you're just going on a walk mm-hmm. on your own <laughs> so cool. that, that makes me think of
4: that beautiful song king of my
0: life, lead me to Kilbury. Yeah, lead me there. And so So you get there with your cross. So what's there happening? Mm. Let me pattern for you what's going to happen, but spiritually, Mm. not physically. Hear that? Spiritual crucifixion, not a physical one. Peter ended up being crucified spiritually and physically. That may be where you end up. I don't know. But what we need is a spiritual crucifixion on the inside because none of us are born in Him. We're born out of Him. So when we try to live, move and exist, it's still us. Which is why it's so hard. Right? Instead of just being and receiving and partaking and eating and dining, and he says daily. Which all sounds so high and almost supernatural, and it is, but it's actually just natural Christ-likeness. Like it's not supernatural when you enter into supernatural. Does that make sense at all? Mm-hmm. It's a way of being that's so normal like earth is normal. You don't struggle to think about how to live in the earth, right? Mm. You just are. And that's what it's like in the kingdom of God. It just is. Yeah. Love is. It doesn't do. Mm. Right? Love is. Love is. Love is. It's about being and being and being. So the doing is just an expression of your being. Yeah. Mm. It's not do-do. It's being B. <laughs> <probably no> <laughs> <laughs> the dogs and those outside are playing up the pool. <laughs> Big dogs come, but they do do right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what <it> will be. <laughs> and so we we get an opportunity to discover a reality that's more than just being covered by love. We get an opportunity. To have love implanted in us, have it grown in us, and live from love. Just go that way, David.
4: Sorry, just to come yeah, through. I've met oh, David uh, twice
0: now, and he read one of my books, and we connected probably about three months ago. And I'm just thoroughly enjoying spending time with him and the, the God in him, which is so beautiful. Um, and David's a uh, lecturer, he's been a lecturer at university in English, Greek, and Latin. Wow. And he's uh, been a diplomat for New Zealand, and you sit with him for five minutes and you're captivated by what he knows. Mm. Um, but he's a man of the spirit, I and mean, he shares his testimony of having this crush years ago back in the mercantile. So mm. he comes back, grab him for five, well, won't be five minutes. You're just get to see us test me how in Christ. That is purely supernatural and beautiful. Anyway, um, this is this is the promise, right? Waymaker. So the waymaker makes a promise, and I read that in him's a
3: position,
0: right? It's a position in him that he wants to bring every one of us into. We then grow in that in him and out of it comes the process of life so that position process promise and you can know because you'll have the fruit of it so he's not a liar right it's a real clear pattern God is the God of design he's the God of patterns build that according to the pattern that I gave you of the spirit So you can know that you're growing because you'll have the fruit, you'll have the life of Christ growing in you if you're in the pattern of heaven.
1: Because
0: that's what it says, doesn't it? If you abide in the vine, you will have much, which is life. Is that earthly or eternal? So you can expect to receive much more than life if we are in the true process so evidence truth is self-evident yeah so the truth is self-evident you'll know it you'll see it you won't have to guess it you'll know it by the life you're in and live now that can become very confronting yeah because then you're like I don't think I'm actually in much life And you go, well, that's okay. The disciples were in my life when Jesus turned up. I have no life when he came into my life. Because there's no competition. It's an opportunity. And his love doesn't determine, your yes or no doesn't determine his loving you, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like if you say no, you miss out on the love. You might not know love, but you don't miss out on loving you. But it's an opportunity, it's an invitation, it's a divine invitation to know of a reality that you've been predestined for, but you realize something might be operating within that's actually getting in the way of this life. And he goes, yeah, that's the thing I've come to deal with first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's where the rubber hits the road. That's where what's genuinely in us will get exposed to be expelled exposed to be expelled yeah. so it's no longer has a hold amen mm-hmm. say it again exposed by love to be expelled through love mm-hmm. so what is being expelled no longer has a hold on you what you have now is love mm-hmm. and that thing which isn't you but could be in you is getting in the way of you becoming who you have been predestined to be mm-hmm. Which means we've got to go through not around Mm -hmm. and that was what jesus was talking to peter and john and james about in the garden and he said watch and pray that you do not enter into the temptation what for oh it was at night time what are they going to be tempted to do in that scenario well they were sleeping yep What's he modelling to them guys? Oh God. Yeah, what's happening in the garden when he's with them?
1: Praying. <laughs> yeah, but what's
0: he about, what's he going <laughs> through? He's <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> wrestling with his death to come.
1: He's <laughs> wrestling with his death to
0: come. Yes! Oh, Oh. Wrestling with his death to come but it's written he knows he has to Mm -hmm. so then he turns to the three and says boys I'm patterning something Mm. what's he patterning for them the way Mm. this is the way and he says father if there is another can I go back way but there isn't i know there isn't because before the foundations of the earth me and you wrote the book me and you wrote the eternal reality this was predestined to happen so there is no other way to life but going through the way so i choose your will over my will because i actually know the way so peter james and john i pray that you know the way to life i pray that you are in your heart watchful and have come to realize the way to life is through death not avoidance of death yeah. or strategies avoidance of death to come up with your own life to avoid your life dying but really finding life so when it comes i pray you will not be tempted to Run from the way to life. Calvary was one where? In that garden or on the cross? The That's what your Calvary's like. The relinquishing of you, not the running away and allowing Jesus Christ to do something that you and I can't do. To bring us into a reality in Him. And the problem is, the flesh looks at it and just sees death. Spirit looks and sees absolute life. And that's why we ask these questions, right, well, what is that going to mean? You don't want to know. (laughs) We try to ask questions to understand, to to put the value on whether we're going to go through it or not. And he's never going to give you the answers because if he gives you the answers. You're not going to anywhere near it. He He already knows that. That's why he's led you here. That's why he led Peter into the garden with a sword. He was setting him up to bring him to his knees because he knew the man would never enter his knees because he was so full of demonic pride. I won't deny you, I won't deny you, I won't deny you. I, deny you. I know. everyone in the room is gonna deny you, but I won't, because I'm a superhero Peter. <laughs> I got a cape, can you not see it? And I got a sword. Yeah, who told me to bring that? It was a set up to bring Peter to his knees, right? Mm-hmm. Did Peter get brought to his knees? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, he did. And what happened? The rooster crowed,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? three times the prophetic word that he didn't hear right he didn't hear he's now going and in burning eyes of love look at straight into his soul and the man is receiving love not judgment not condemnation not punishment love and when love pierces your innermost being the place where jesus wants to establish his life in and love is burning into your soul that place you cannot but anything but fall down in true repentance and then get back up because he comes love comes then he come back he came back. Peter was not going to say that he comes back. But Peter's gone back, but Jesus has to come back into to bring him out of and back into his promise. Because that's what love does. Lust can't do that. Only love can do that. So it's love that crucified Peter. Not law. Love. And love pierced the eyes. And in that moment, the word of God, the word was spoken, but the word... Boom, and he comes down and the peter of i no longer lived got up a different man he had his moment and we all need a moment to be released from ourselves i heard a man say once it's the darkness of the soul this man when what he classify himself as a professional preacher Going around the world, all the big wicks, all the green rooms, traveling, accommodation, staying in all the greatest hotels, all that stuff, right? And he shares his testimony over three days of going Friday, Saturday, and it's the 3rd of March, the 4th of March, and then the 5th of March. And God took him on a journey. He said, I'm a professional, I was into the professional religion. You think all the big people, you know this guy was mingling with them. And God took him on a journey to show him a reality, to take him the eye out of him, and he realized, man, I was just building a system. He says, I don't even care what you're thinking of me now. Because you don't, right? When you meet love, you don't care. You only care about what love thinks. And this is this dimension. We get this opportunity. But, he takes you somewhere that we haven't yet been, we do not want to go. All the stuff comes up, but he's there, and this is why we're in pods. This is what the, it's not pods for pods' sake, All right? It's not making us from anything, it's, it's so we walk together while God does what he does, and it's okay to fall apart, it's okay to get that real, you need to get that real, and it's okay because it was okay for Peter to fall apart. It's okay for me to fall apart. Mm. And then let love pick me up and then love build me. So then I can come to this truly in this reality. Not just think I'm in it but never actually experience it. Mm. And then move li- live move and exist. Mm. And
3: have my being mm. in Christ. Any final thoughts? Yeah, you know how deceptive this can be? and I know this, and I know I've shared it before, but I've lived it, to, to hear that and go, yes, <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right, and, and, and agree with all the truth of what's being said. Even for the Lord to show me this, this um, you know, I've been crucified with Christ, yes, He says, yes, and show me for years you've come to the cross and you've dumped your sins at the foot of the cross, because that's what I was taught, mm-hmm. great, and now I walk away because all oh, my sins have been forgiven. And then I, I seemed to pick up those sins again and come, and that was repeated, repeated, repeated until he said, Actually, no, you've got to realize that those sins, I took them on me. And I became sin, who knew no sin. I took your sin on me. I thought, wow. So I, I actually you know, dumped the foot of the cross in you. And I've been set free. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I walked that walk, and there, then I realised there's, there's something you need, of course, so I identified with his death. I need to identify with your death. And then he took me through that place of realising, yes, I need to, it's me on that cross, in you. Because something else is on the other side of it. Because the place of resurrected life uh, begins at the place of the empty tomb. But there's only one way to the empty tomb and that's through the cross. So I, I was showing this and I read, yes, this is right. And agreed with that, and believed I walked in, my, in that knowledge of that. But the one thing I didn't actually have was the experience of that. And for this, for years, until patiently, patiently, God is so patient with us, so patient. And anyone who's watching this, He is patient for you until He came to a place where. I discovered, and it was after me praying that prayer. It wasn't those words, I don't have to use those exact words. Father, take me where I don't want to go, Holy Spirit lead me. But he knows the cry of the heart, which is what I'd cried out. And he took me to that place where we, the falling apart. Was pretty humbling, getting absolutely spiritually naked before my wife. Absolutely stripped there before God. before my wife where I thought I I was and said I was but the the wisdom was not demonstrated in me out of me to that point where that moment was taking place and the very thing I needed he gave me which was I hope you can hear this it's not not my way but it's your way it's not my way it's (laughs) Yahweh came in me, and I don't know all the mysteries now, I don't, for man, I am completely different from that point to what I was, <clears throat> and I know what was before that was this deception of agreeing to everything that was just being said and spoken with an intellect that said that's right, that's right, mm-hmm. but knew I couldn't demonstrate the power of that living in me, As try as hard as I want to, as much as I knew it was right until i finally giving over him. And I know, I know going in through all of that, the one thing I knew, because he had shown me this before, his love for me. And that's what carried me and, and birthed in me something that's completely different than was before. I not encourage you, but just hear what's being said. Go over have another, meditate on what he's saying. And just ask, reveal Father, reveal and leave me, so that the whole man, spirit, soul and body is building completion
1: for you on that day.